We've got a blind date with Destiny, and it looks like she's ordered the lobster. Oh my gosh. I know this oh. one. I know oh. this one. Oh, where is this? Where is this from? Oh my gosh, this is so sad because I should know this. I know. It's it's like a, a 90s. It's a good one, too. Oh no, wait, is it? Uh, is it 90s? No, I don't know. I don't think it's no, 90s. Maybe you think it's, it's early 2000s. 2000s. Yeah. yeah. I have another quote if you want it. Okay, yes. Yes. Okay. This is egg salad. It's loaded with cholesterol. The wife won't even let me touch it. Hardly seems to matter now, because chances are, we've already dead. Amazing is gone. There is no waiting for the Calvary, because as of this moment, the Calvary is us. The Calvary is us. Okay. That's now not I've... Zombieland, is it? Nope. I didn't think so. No. It's not Dodgeball, is it? It's not Dodgeball. Oh, my gosh. Uh, now, is it Wedding Crashers? It's not Wedding Crashers. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I, I swear, it's, you know, like, it's coming into my, it's blurry right now. 1999. 1999. Uh, she, what was the lobster she, quote again? We've got a blind date with Destiny. And it looks like she's ordered the lobster. Oh my gosh, I hate myself for not knowing this. I know, it's on like the tip of my brain and it's just not coming. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> I give up. It's Mystery Men. Oh my gosh, oh. I wouldn't have got there. I wouldn't have <laughs> nope. got there. Nope, I would have not have gotten that either. Oh yeah, that that's um, William H. Macy that says it, right? Yeah, William H. Macy, Ben Stiller. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, that that movie is an underdog movie. It's not great, <laughs> but it is enjoyable. <laughs> I I like that movie. No, I do too. I definitely watched it way too many times. <laughs> hey guys, am I invisible yet? <laughs> that that was probably one of the best. Yes, <laughs> I forgot that. It was it Kel actually had a career for a moment by himself? <laughs> a slight moment. <laughs> a slight moment. All right. Well, welcome to the Utterly Useless Podcast, the only podcast broadcasting to desert islands with magic-floating, indestructible TVs. That's to, right. <laughs> to my right, in digital form, we have the tool man of the group, the shoveler, Brett. Ooh. <laughs> and then across from me sits a man who isn't afraid to let one rip in public, the spleen of the group, <laughs> spleen. Jeremy. <laughs> Pee-wee Herman. That's so funny. And then of course there's me, the low, low budget green arrow and master of forks, the blue Raja, Timmy. Oh, but I love the blue Raja. <laughs> if if Taylor was here, he would be uh Ben Stiller's character. <laughs> yep, that works. <laughs> Mr. Furious or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I love all their superpowers because it's like they don't exist, but they do. They're so random. Uh-huh. And they only work when you want them to work. <laughs> All right, let's get into our merit badges. All right, so let's see. Critter, you want to start us off with your merit badge? Um, I I feel like I didn't really earn a merit badge this week. I've been kind of going through the motions and was just very mundane about everything. Because like, I worked last weekend, and then I had two days off during the week, and I feel like I accomplished nothing. <laughs> Well, you survived. <laughs> I got the nothing merit badge. <laughs> nothing merit badge. <laughs> I survived. Yep. Survived life. I was on nine days in a row at work, and that that's stretching it for me. It's so exhausting. So, so your merit badge, 
I'm just curious what that would look like. <laughs> just a bunch of nothing. How just you... a bunch of just an empty marriage. <laughs> an empty marriage. Like, yeah, something missing. No, it's not. Nope, nope. It's there. It's there. It's the nothing merit badge. <laughs> All right. Well, my merit badge um, is about one of my kids. Can you imagine which one? Well, let's see. I believe it's going to be the youngest daughter. That's correct. That's Tess. <laughs> so I have earned many merit badges because of that girl. And this this new one is called I'm Raising a Kitty. <laughs> oh, do- dear. Oh, no. oh dear. Or I guess I could say a furry. Is that what the, that's what they're called, right? Yep. Anyway, so she um, every time you talk to her, some like so, especially if she's in trouble, she reverts to being a cat, and she does not come out of her cat shell, and like ever until like the dust is settled. So you'd be like, Tess, you need to say sorry, <laughs> Tess, and she just she's committed. She is absolutely committed where she, like, you cannot force her out of that shell. And she's only two. <laughs> but wow. she knows oh, to, like, as soon as, like, you get, she's in trouble, oh, it's kitty mode. And, I mean, occasionally she'll be a dog, but most of the time it's kitty. And then, yeah, and then she'll crawl around the house and sometimes pretend that she's a cat. So I am raising a cat. Interesting. You know, when you said kitty mode, it immediately reminded me of like, you know, kind of like a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers <laughs> or like one of those things where she just, you know, pulls out of the thing. She's like, revert, kitty mode, now. <laughs> and then she's, exactly, <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yes, my youngest is a cat and a furry. And I... Looking forward to all the uh, therapy that she's going to be going to, convincing her that she is not a cat when she's older. Well, it could be worse. I did have a uh, um, a student, by the time she got to third grade, she only believed that unicorns were real. But when she was a kindergartner, she believed she was a unicorn. And she went to school every single day wearing a unicorn onesie because she was a unicorn. Wow. Oh. Man, were the kids brutal to her? Uh, you know, kindergartners just like look at you and just like, eh, whatever, and just kind of move on with their life. But when she got to third grade and still believed in unicorns, it was just like they're like, they're not real, and that would just cause her to fall into tears and be a puddle of goo on the floor because, of course, they're real because, uh, I'm right in front of you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, my merit badge is a kid. You know, remember um, Animorphs? Yes. Oh, yes. It's going to be the yes. book cover of Animorphs into a cat. Wow. I like those covers. <laughs> I never read a single one of them. Aren't some of them in 3D. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I like the covers. I, I, I didn't read e- a single one either, but I like the covers. <laughs> in case you don't know, it's just a, a human slowly... Like morphing into an animal, yes. Just like the uh, the what are those called? The caveman, like slowly standing up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes. All right, Brett, what you got? All right, so I have a troll polling merit badge. So as we ever get ever so closer to the election day, I don't know about you guys. I've been sent so many different, like you know, would you take this survey? 
Would you, you know, I get text messages. Where do you feel as though that you are going to be voting? And so I've just decided, you know what? If I know where I'm going to vote, I'm going to either admit to either A, the opposite person I plan to vote for, or B, say I'm undecided. And then if it's one of those that you have to like fill out, because I've gotten so many to just like, well, you just fill out this survey. You know, what is your, you know, your, your, you know, background, like, you know, man, whatever race. And so I just decide, you know what? I'm going to pull out my Dungeons and Dragon dice and I'm going to roll for like, you know, gender. I'm going to roll for race. I'm going to roll for this. And so, yeah, uh, just because I'm getting so fed up with certain things, I know where I'm going, but I don't want to be honest. So I just am troll polling. That's fair. That's fun. That makes it fun for us because, yeah, the polling is garbage anyway, we've learned. So uh-huh. might as well just throw more garbage into it. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? Whenever I can use D- Dungeons and Dragon dice to like, you know, make a decision or, you know, plus one or something like that. Hey, yeah, it, it's now it, it's it, that's a win. That reminds win. me of Gary Gygax in um, Futurama where he rolls the dice for oh, yeah. doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like when people use the dice for stuff like that because <laughs> I watch this guy on TikTok who decides what he, sandwich he's going to make by rolling dice. So it's like first the bread and then the cheese and then the condiments and all the meats. Didn't Sheldon do that in an episode of Yeah, Big he Bang? did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny because then that was Sheldon like making decisions he wouldn't normally because, you know, he's super OCD about how he does things. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what does your mayor badge look like? Uh, so it's basically, uh, me with like a, I guess you could say a computer survey and I am rolling a couple of dice <laughs> to, um, to determine properly... the answer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Let's move on. Spin the wheel. All right. This week we have... The spin the wheel where we have 10 category of questions where we're going to spin to decide who is going to qu- ask what. And this week we're going to be starting off with Criddle here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And he looks like you got what would you have done? All right. If you had been frozen into the year 3000, like Philip J. Fry in Futurama, what would you have done? I love Futurama. The second you said Futurama... I've been thinking about it. <laughs> in fact, because I don't think our audience knows, Brett is uh, zooming in from Zoomland. Uh huh. I looked at him like he's a he's a head he's in a one head. of the glass jars. <laughs> that is true. We're gonna give uh, you some I, fish food. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh. I'm, I'm. So we're uh, we're we're, <laughs> we're going ahead to the year three thousand. Um, so. We, do do I have the same intelligence level as Fry? Because no. I guess that, that's going to be uh, like that would like hinge so many decisions that I would make. Let's start with yes. <laughs> start with <do>. yes. <laughs> oh man, I can't put myself into that body because I don't know what I would do. I feel like what, I'd what rush would to the, Fry do? I'd rush to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just that's what Fry does, right? 
Oh, I, I love that you said brush to the bathroom because I was just sitting there thinking the other day about the three seashells. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> how I so want to know how they work. I don't know why I want to know how they work, but for some reason. Have you seen that movie, Criddle? Three Seashells? Yeah, The Demolition no. Man. Demolition Man. Oh, yes. Yeah, that. I think I would like to know the person that just said, let's make this a thing. <laughs> like, if the writer this is like, I'm never going to explain it. It doesn't make sense, <laughs> but this is going to be in the movie or the director that put it in or whoever. They're genius for that stuff. Yeah. Well, actually, it's funny because what got me thinking about that is I went to like a Maverick or whatever and did my own self-checkout and the receipt shot out at me similarly to how it shot out to Sylvester Stallone's character. And my brain just went, you are fined one credit for blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there going, <laughs> three seashells. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'd be funny, though. You wake up from being frozen, you go to the bathroom, and it kind of comes out in little ice <laughs> <laughs> cylinders. <laughs> um, I don't know what I would do as Fry. <laughs> well, doesn't he get frozen with his drink? Yeah. Or I, don't, he, I mean, he, he tips backwards. He might have his drink in his hand. I don't know. Because if he does, I could see you going, oh, it's lost all its fizz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh. And I'd keep drinking it like he does with a slurm. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. If I was Fry and I, I, I would probably, the first alien I'd see, I'd probably like worship it like a god. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, and just bow to my knees. Oh, hail, hail. I, 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 I apologize. Uh, you know, humanity is wrong. You know, whatever you are is great or whatever. And, that's probably how like the rest of my life would go because I would be so jarred by seeing something that is non-human and I'd be like, uh, let's try to see if I can fit in. I bet you this is our supreme overlord. Let's just uh, worship this. Yeah, then you end up, you find out you're worshiping one of the, the monsters from the the mutants from underneath the, in the sewer. <laughs> yes. Or he's yeah. like, that's nice, but I'm just here to clean the room. Get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either that, or you start <laughs> worshiping Doctor Zoidberg, and then then no. from there you, you're like really in trouble. Yep. <laughs> but if it was me, I'd probably just go try to make money off of what I know. I'd be a historian. <laughs> I'm like, let me tell you about the time. Well, there was an episode where he checked his bank account. And oh he yeah, had, he had right. like a couple of cents or something in there, but it, over the time and interest, uh huh, he had billions. I'm like, woo. That would be awesome. Yes, I would also look into that. But I am married, so I'm sure <laughs> none of that would still be in my name. And I have kids, so. Well, that and then, you know, maybe the government would be like, hey, you know what? He hasn't done anything for a while. Let's just declare him dead and we'll just seize all of this assets. And so you wake up with uh, being declared dead. Oh, yeah, that's actually right, because... One of my previous jobs, we were, I worked in finance, and yeah, if you, if the government can't find you or we have the wrong address and we don't have any interaction with you, then yeah, your assets actually do go to the government. So that's always fun. It's a considered abandoned property. So that's where you go to those, like, do I have money websites? And I did find I have money one time. <laughs> that was kind of cool. Anyways, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, next is Brett, and you get, what if 
So as we uh, speak, there is a gigantic lottery existing. And uh, let's just say, what if instead of numbers or lucky numbers that you would like play the lottery with, what if the lottery was done through emojis? What five (laughs) emojis would you use as your lucky lottery emojis? Oh, my gosh. That's a great question. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I got to look at emojis because I don't use them very often. I use like five. Oh, yeah. I mean, the reason why I ask this also is because I only believe in like one emoji, and that is the smiley face poop emoji. (laughs) Smiley face poop emoji. I don't even think I've used that one before. Oh, the, yes, I know what you're talking about. I think I was thinking of a smiley face and in the background a poop. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I want to use that. But well, you're just and, talking about the normal one. Gotcha. And, and and the main reason why I say that is because the first time I'd, I I refused to use emojis, and one time when our sister was married to her previous husband, I was with my dad in the garage and. Every single time it would, you know, he was, he had it read the t- the text that she sent, and it would just be like, you know, blah 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 is a smiling pile of poo emoji, <laughs> and I laughed hysterically because that was the first time I'd ever heard it read like that before. I just thought it was just, you know, a, a swirly poo with eyeballs and a smile. But when it read it like that, I was like, that is now my favorite emoji ever. Yeah, I remember when I found that out too. I. I, I pretty much put every emoji and send it myself so that Siri could read it. I'm just like, does everything else come across weird? <laughs> All right. I'm looking through some of these, and obviously like there's a billion I feel like to pick from. Um, I can't pass up my kind of my go-to, which is like eye closed, eye open, tongue out, kind of like, you know, uh-huh. that's kind of like my most common one. So I'm going to say that's one of mine. Also, I found this Groucho Marx one. That one's kind of cool. He's wearing glasses with big eyebrows and a big mustache. I'm going to go with that one oh, too. Oh, interesting. I didn't know, even know that one existed. Uh, so that's two, three. Is that a, there's a zombie emoji. Well, yes, count me in four. So, I mean, that's three. Sorry, I can't. How many have I picked? Three. Yeah, that's yeah, three. three. Yeah. Um, I feel like I got to get away from the people because obviously, if you're a little people heavy, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna win. Um, I'm going to pick. I'll pick this fancy little poodle for our dogs that we've had. Um, and then five. Is gonna be. I want something really dumb. I'm gonna have. Uh, I'm gonna have this old fax machine. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, those are my five. Oh my goodness, there's my so fab many. five, my fave five. Well, I I feel like I use the thumbs up a lot, so I'll go with a thumbs up. Um. I will do the poo emoji. Let's see. There's a chef there. So I'll do a chef too. And a zombie. And I think I got one more. Um, we'll do T-Rex. Oh, I like T-Rex. There you go. Oh, nice. I, I approve of the T-Rex. Yeah. Have you thought about yours, Brett? 
Yeah. So I, I would do obviously number one would be the smiling pile of poo emoji. <laughs> Uh, I I like the uh, the throw up emoji. I I, oh, I yes. thoroughly enjoy that one. Uh, the T Rex, and I saw that there as I was going through this. There's a Space Invaders one. Oh yeah. So I'm like I, I'm all over that one. And then I guess just because of this is how I feel about the emojis. Uh, the uh, flipping middle finger emoji. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. <laughs> Be funny if we had a random generator that could just spit out like so many of those emojis. You could see who yeah. wins. All right, now it's my turn, I guess. And I got Kiss Mary Kill. Okay, this one I, f- I have a feeling I know where you guys are going to go with one of them, but I guess the other ones I'm a little curious. So in Christopher Nolan's Batman, Joker, Scarecrow, Two Face. Kiss, marry, kill. Which one would you marry? And which one would you pucker up with? And which one would you kill? Is two Let's face, see. Is Two-Face pre-accident or post-accident? It's post. Okay. Okay, I'm killing Joker because um, that's... Whether you kiss him or you marry him, that's an unstable relationship, and you are like soon to be dead. So just I'm getting that out of the way. And he's burning uh, all your money. Exactly, and and then I, he's gonna remind you how many times they, how he got those scars. Exactly, it's like no, no, that's not the story. I I I've recorded every single time you you told me that story. It's different every single time. Like stop. We talked to your mom. She said it was an accident when you were like four. <laughs> like who are you impressing? Nobody. There you go. Um, I would kiss the uh, normal side to Two Face, and I would marry. <laughs> The Scarecrow, because, you know, at least in the, the Dark Knight, he's kind of a good vigilante. And you know what? I always appreciate a good fright. Like, however, I, I know, like, if he uses dust or whatever, the, the thing that I'd probably be is just petrified of suddenly being on the top, the like a t- super tall building or something like that. So after a while, it'd be like, hey, yeah, I know. You're going to th- shoot your dust at me. I'm not really on his tall building. I'm super scared though, but you know, this is getting old. So <laughs> you just get used to the little serum that he has. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I'd kill Joker for sure. Um as Scarecrow, I probably would kiss because I and I'd married the Two Face because I feel like it, with Two Face I'd have a fifty fifty chance of getting what I want. <laughs> yeah. Every single time you ask him for something, pulls out that coin. Nope. <laughs> and whereas like with Scarecrow, it'd be if to get what he wants, he would just poison me or gas me and be like, "You you want this now, right?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm 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 kind of siding with Criddle there because yeah, I'd kill Joker. Um, kiss Scarecrow and marry Two Face because I mean, he's he's mad all because of uh, what's her name being dead. So you know, hopefully you know, I fill that void. Sit there and just be like, hey, I'm a lot more attractive than Rachel. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he's gonna like you fight tooth and nail for me from that point on. And he's and, a lawyer. And he's a lawyer. Yep. And it kind of, I, I don't know, does he lose his license? <laughs> <laughs> That'd or he be... has two of them now. Oh, yeah, he, has he, has two, two. he has to pass two bar exams. <laughs> One's a license to kill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
it'd be funny if he became a judge at one point because you know he's a lawyer gets appointed a judge and then every judgment he makes he flips as coin he's this woman's obviously innocent death <laughs> <laughs> all right oh criddle you are up and you have how much okay so there are these videos that i see every now and then online scrolling and it, it's these slapping competitions with like the tortilla one no oh, okay so like they're they're like these uh um either two men or two women they stand uh, at like a table and one swings ready for a single slap to the other person and they have to stand there and take it uh-huh so they have competitions for these things so my question is, how much would it take for one of these competitive slappers to have one swing at your face? I imagine nothing will get like permanently damaged by this, right? I mean, if they're going full throttle, and sometimes these guys are pretty hefty and big. Because <clears throat> the first I'm worrying about is my health. <laughs> and it's just a slap. It's not a punch. Yeah. So, like... If if nobody's really been injured in this, then you know my number's lower probably. But I mean, you probably would get the the wind knocked out of you because I mean it's full force. You're just standing there. Yeah, and that's fine as long as I don't break my jaw or anything. <laughs> that that's what I'm worried about. I would say I could do it for like it's really not that much. I feel like I could do it for like a thousand bucks. See, if I'm going to have the imprint of somebody's <laughs> hand on my face for a while and then have to explain that story to multiple, multiple people, I want at least, you know, 25000 <laughs> Yeah, it'd be good. But I, I mean, I'm fine walking away with $1,000 without red print on my face for a couple of days. <laughs> Assuming it's a safe, I'd say $1,000. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd just be like, I just do research and say, has anybody ever been hurt by this? And then I asked the guy, has anybody ever been hurt by you? <laughs> like, had to go to the hospital. You ever of killed someone? <laughs> and he's like, I, I, define hurt. <laughs> define kill. Then he comes out with these little things. Like, I've slapped somebody so hard, their baby died. And like, no, come I on, slept, no, serious. I slapped somebody into a coma, and then they died. But they died oh. because of the coma, not because of me. <laughs> I slapped them so hard, I bit my tongue off. <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing I'd prep for. I'd put like a mouth guard in. That's there right. we go. Yeah. <laughs> Get like a football mouth guard in there. There we go. That'd save me. That'd be fun so funny. They're just like, say, okay, just tell say when you're ready. And you're just like, and like I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. What what was that? Oh I sorry, what did you say? And you take it out. Okay, ready, slap. <laughs> Ow. And then you're defeated the whole purpose of the mouth guard. Yep. <laughs> Jaws dislocated. All right, Brett. You're up next, and you got Could You Fight It? Okay. So this references a movie that I do not like. Uh, could you fight Edward Norton's character in Fight Club? We're talking at like the end of the movie, probably, right? Where yeah, he's like, like all not in. not the not the Brad Pitt version, but the Edward Norton character. It's been a while since I've seen this movie, and I'm trying to remember. Like, is Brad Pitt's the crazier one? Yes. So Edward Norton's a little bit more calm 
collected. At the very beginning, he's hesitant, and I would love to fight him at the beginning of the movie. I feel like I'd have no qualms with that. He'd probably get a massive beating because he's just like, eh, an IT, he's like an IT guy. Yeah. Know? But by the end of it, he has like no fear. And I would stand a chance, but I'd probably get my butt kicked at the end of the movie if we're talking. The yeah, end. if we're talking post. Yep. Post crazy. Pre crazy, I have a chance. Yeah. Me too. That's what I say. What about you, Brett? Uh, what I would do is I would ask him, I whatever Brad Pitt's character's name is, I'd be like, so, like, you know, how tough is he really or whatever? And then maybe he'll start getting into a f- fight with himself. Uh-huh. And then I would fight him post-fight with himself. Oh, there you go. That Yep, there you go. That works. <laughs> and you could probably come out winning. Exactly. Everybody gets entertained, and I defeat Edward Norton's uh, character in Fight Club. Okay, that's fair. All right, it's my turn to wrap this up, and I got Would You Rather. Okay, this one is going to be um, the idea of this comes from the mo- uh, the TV show Community. I guess it'll be a movie soon, right, is what I've heard? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, would you rather say three variations of greetings anytime you would normally greet someone or three variations of bidding someone farewell every time you leave someone? Oh. Farewell. And the phone also is a thing. Like, you know, you're talking on the phone. Farewell, easily. I, I feel like I would... Um, it's I feel like it'd be a little weird to say, hello, 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 or you know, versus bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. Well, no, you got to do three different variations. Three different variations. So, oh. hello, good morning, and whatever. Good you afternoon, know. good evening, and good night. Exactly, kind of like that, and... On uh, community, it's um, I don't want to use the phrase, but all I can think of is like he's got the little nipples guy or whatever. Oh yeah, I forget what they call him, but yeah. So he's like, "Hey, how's it going?" Or I don't know. But yeah, you get the idea. I would rather do the three variations of hello because I would just. I think it would weird so many people out to the point where they wouldn't talk to me, and then <laughs> that would be less people that I would have to talk to, and I would probably enjoy that a whole lot more. I I think I would like the the goodbyes because I could just phase it out like in volume. See ya, bye, ciao. Yeah, well, actually, that's kind of more normal. I feel like you could just make it humorous. There you go. Hey, see ya, ciao, bye. If you're like trying to pretend to talk to three different people, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, see you. Bye. Just pointing, kind of saying, waving to like, each like, one of them, like it's an audience. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That that one feels more normal. <laughs> but yeah, I get your approach, Brett. Okay. All right. All right. Now it's time for first time ever, the March Madness that's taking place in November. That's how mad it is. <laughs> <laughs> And we this time we're going to be doing the most rewatchable comedy movies. So let's get it on. All right, this we are going to try and find the most rewatchable movies by eliminating one by one. And we're all going to put our two cents in of who should be on this list. Criddle, since you started us off today, what you can start us off with 
your first pick. Okay. Um, well, I feel like in this podcast, we've covered this particular person before, and it needs to go on this list. So we're going with Happy Gilmore. Yep, definitely. Definitely on my list. Happy Gilmore is by far a a milestone, I believe, in Adam Sandler's career. And one of the most, if not the most rewatchable in Adam Sandler's portfolio. Agreed. All right. And then it would go to... You. Me. All right. I am going to pick the one that I deem, my opinion, the most rewatchable of all time. We're going to throw it in the hat and see what you guys say. Uh, A Knight's Tale. I hated this movie when it first came out. I don't know why I hated it, but I hated it. I think I didn't like the idea of modern music with medieval times. It didn't make sense to me. And I was like, what is this? This is weird. But then it just grew on me. And now if it's on TV, I will watch it any time of day. So that's Oh no, that used to be like my treadmill movie. Like I, I found that if I was jogging on a treadmill and a, I hadn't seen the movie before, I'd get distracted because I couldn't like hear every single thing hundred percent correct. So I'd have to rewind it and do something, but I needed something to also entertain me. And so I would always throw a knight's tale on because I knew what was going to happen. I didn't have to hear everything and it was enjoyable. Mm -hmm. It's a good filler movie and it's just one. Yeah. Like you said, if it's on TV, I'll sit there and I'll watch it. Yep. There's no bad part of that movie. I'll say also there's no, you know, that part of the movie where you're like, oh, if I could get through this part, the rest is smooth sailing is awesome to watch or, or the ending is terrible, but the beginning is great. I feel like that movie from beginning end is great. Wasn't that like Paul Bettany's first movie, big movie? No, he did other movies, didn't he? Oh, I, I, don't, I mean, he he was in um, Beautiful Mind, but I don't know if that was before this or after this. I don't know. But that was, yeah, I would say he this those that was the era where he was getting big. All right, Brett, what do you got for us? All right, I have to go with my number one most rewatchable movie of all time. Every single time I watch it, no matter how many times I've seen it, probably up in the hundreds now or two hundreds. <laughs> is airplane because every single time I watch it, I see something new that I'd never noticed before. So airplane, high rewatchable. I was going to put that on. I was going to make that my number one, but I was like, Brett's got it. So I did. Uh, And I still (laughs) and said, I would just relied on you. Yep. (laughs) All right, Cradle, what do you got? All right. Um, I, this movie came out in the two thousands. I feel like it's one that is quoted quite often. And, and I'm going to go with Anchorman. Definitely on the list. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Um, my next one. Uh, okay. This one, I, I'm disappointed myself. I will let you know this behind the scenes when I was prepping for this. This was the very last one to come to me. Very disappointed. Tommy Boy. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you should be disappointed with yourself. Yeah. yeah. That was because that, that, that one, that one, from once again beginning to end, great. Yes, absolutely. And then of course you have that uh, the song in the car that uh-huh. whenever I hear it, I just immediately think of Tommy Boy. Exactly. Yep. I concur. That. And I'll sing that song all the time just because it's a great. It's funny. I like songs more that are tied to movies than songs that are just good themselves. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, totally agree. 
All right. So I guess my next one is one that I actually could have gotten extra credit for seeing for my British lit class in high school. Mm. I took uh, my, I think, 11-year-old brother and his friend to, at the time, oh, and I this know is Austin say. Powers, the International Man of Mystery. Mm-hmm. We convinced my British lit teacher, because she was trying to get us to go watch Beowulf in the movie theaters, and a couple kids asked, could we go see... Austin Powers, it's a British show, and get extra credit for that too. And she was just like, I don't know what that is. Sure, it's, it's a British show, right? And we're like, yeah, it is. And so if we wanted to, we could have taken our ticket, shown it to her, and she would have given us extra credit for watching a British show. And I chose not to because I knew it was dishonest, but <laughs> uh, I could have gotten extra credit for watching Austin Powers. Ah, Man, that would have been the ultimate flex. I wish you would have. all right criddle what do you got all right um this one i feel like we've mentioned on the podcast before and i think it's quite rewatchable the one the only zoolander yep on my list i love zoolander it is it's one of those movies that i just i i think i could probably if it comes on tv i'll watch it so, side note here. Sorry, we're going on a tangent. Um, I saw this on the on Facebook the other day because I'm old and I use Facebook. Yes, I'm accepting of that. Um, it was eliminate one of these people and all their movies from your life. And it was Ben Stiller and Will Ferrell, Adam Sandler, and Steve Carell. I'm just curious, what would you guys remove? Steve Carell, easy, final answer. That's what I said too. The only the only downside of Steve Carell that I thought of when I looked through his IMDb is because he's tied to Ron Burgundy, and uh-huh. he's also I like um, Crazy Stupid Love. Wait, who are the who are the options again? So Adam Sandler, okay, Steve Carell, okay, Will Ferrell, and um, Ben Stiller. Oh man, yeah, Steve Carell. Yeah, I mean it said movies, and for all those people who like The Office, it's it's just the movies, and I know everybody loves The Office. But uh, even yeah. if it included the office, Steve <laughs> I <know>. Carell. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I to me, it was it was Ben Stiller versus um, Steve Carell. Those were the only two options I could consider. But because of Ben Stiller in Heavyweights and in Zoolander and in Happy Gilmore, stuff mm-hmm. like that, I couldn't get rid of them. All right, sorry. Side note. Um, now it's back to me. I am going to go with. You already picked Ron Burgundy. I am going to pick... I'm going to pick Wayne's World. Mm, That's a good one. Wayne's World. Party time. I appreciate that movie more these days as as I get older. I don't know why that is. Maybe just because I didn't appreciate it and understand it to its fullness. I think it's... Because its adult humor was over my head by far. Oh, yeah. And it's not one of those movies that can make you laugh like as a kid and you go, hey, that's funny. I don't get it, but it's funny. I don't know. I don't know if that's me. Speaking of that, I think I missed a couple on my list that I am now going to add. <laughs> All right. So I am going to go with the classic Spaceballs. Oh, that's yes. exactly what I was adding to my list. <laughs> and then I realized I already did put it on my list. So but that's a great one. 
a, a title so nice, you added it twice. Exactly. So. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so it's, I'm up. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with this movie um, that I watched a lot growing up, and I actually have the lead's autograph. Ooh. And it is Dumb and Dumber. You have Jim Carrey's autograph? Oh. I have Jim wow. Carrey's autograph. What, did you meet him and you signed something, or did you buy something that he um, signed? I sent him a letter. Oh, wow. And he sent me his autograph. That's cool. All right. I am going to pick the other one, uh, Spaceballs, which is um, Robin Hood Man Tights. Ooh, excellent, excellent. Very good. I hope those don't meet in the... In the like when we get down to breaking them down because it'll be difficult. A lot of these will be difficult, but that will it just two two Mel Brooks movies will be very difficult to remove. Okay. All right. Brett, you're up. So I'm gonna go with the Naked Gun two and a half because okay. again Leslie Nielsen awesomeness. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's in two of these movies so far. That he's an airplane and now Naked Gun. And by the way, we're on number thirteen. If you're not okay. keeping track at home. Okay. okay, I'm gonna throw. Oh, yep, it's you, Criddle. All I right, um, I'm gonna go with Dodgeball. I have it on my list. A true well. underdog story. Dodgeball's a great movie. <laughs> it really is. I think my parents have three copies of it on DVD. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> Respect there. All right. Um, I'm going through and eliminating all the ones because pretty much I think every single one so far has actually no. There's been a couple of Brett's mentioned that haven't been on my list that I feel once again shame because I didn't think of them. Uh, but I'm going to throw in now... Um, I'm going to throw in one that is, it was, it, it's worth putting in here. Uh, we'll see how far it goes. But A League of Their Own. I okay. I liked, I loved League of Their Own as a kid. I watched it a whole bunch back to back. It probably doesn't deserve to be in the 14th spot, but that's fine. All right. So I'm going to go back to back with Leslie Nielsen movies. I think this is a very underrated movie and I watched it just the other day again for the first time in a long time I still think I think it holds up uh, wrongfully accused <laughs> I think that's probably one of his underdog movies that many people just haven't seen you know and they definitely should give it a try yes Mr. Buzzin Buzzin Frog <laughs> born on the uh, Your Lava Rilla, uh, River <laughs> have you seen that movie um, wrongfully accused I don't think so. I should. Well, if if you have Amazon Prime, I believe it is free. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> All right. Curl your turn. Hey, man. We're we're half this will be halfway there. <laughs> I I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go with one of my favorite um uh, movies growing up, Ghostbusters. Good oh. call. I wasn't sure if to put that on my list or not. And you're talking number one, right? Of no, course. Ghostbusters 1. Okay. The better one. The 1984? Yeah, or something like that. 
I, I picked up for five bucks the other day the Ghostbusters Afterlife. I've not watched it yet, but has anybody, have you guys seen that? Is that That's the good? newest one, right? I own it. Yeah. I, you, it's better than um, the female cast one. Yes. It is probably better than number two-ish. Like, it's probably on the same playing field. I would just expect, just to be entertained, it's not, you're not going to walk away with anything great. But like I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's not as humorous as the first two. Oh yeah, it's definitely not. But it is good. I I would say I like Paul Rudd in it. I like the kid from Stranger Things in it. Mm. Um, I'm surprised because the guy that directed it did Juno. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. He's made some massive improvements in his life. Yep. <laughs> He's repented of his ways. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, so that was yours, Ghostbusters. Okay. Um, I'm going to move... I'm going to put... I mean, it's a comedy, right? Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, I would deem it as a comedy. It can be, yeah. Okay. I like Guardians of the Galaxy. If it makes you laugh. (laughs) It definitely does. Okay. I'm going to go with... I'm not going to go with the best Disney animated uh, movie... Uh, but, <laughs> really? you know, there, there is a correct answer. You know, maybe that might get filled in later. I'm going to go with the best live action Disney movie ever. Not an opinion. It is a fact. And that is Rocket Man starring Harlan Williams. Oh. Okay. I was wondering where we were going with this. Like this roller coaster. <laughs> I was like trying to follow you with this. I was like, okay, what is it? It's a live action. And I'm like going through all the live action. I'm like, what could he possibly say? It's like a big blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> that was Julie. That was uh, okay. That that was me. That was Julie. <laughs> well, I'll be the first to admit it. We have space rats. <laughs> okay, so now it's on the criddle. Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, Rush Hour. Rush Hour. Wow, I forgot all about that one. The first one. Yes. I had, there was a, a guy I worked with at one time. They were going through all like, you know, you know how you do like the whole like meet and greet and tell everybody your favorite movie or whatever. He said Rush Hour 2 and I was like. Mm. <laughs> your eye twitched. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> you sure? You sure about that? <laughs> you you should have just like shook your head and just walked away. Just <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I can't work with this guy. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> and then it wasn't just a one-time thing either. He brought it up later in life, and I was like, you're sticking to your guns, huh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to throw in Maverick. Ooh, yes. That, that- is a really good movie. Okay, Brett, we're on 21. All right. So uh, you reminded me of this. I kind of forgot about this until you did the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going to go with Galaxy Quest. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm a moron. <laughs> There's so I'm I so glad it. I have you guys here. I love that movie. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad I have you guys here because I knew there was movies I was going to uh, forget. Okay. I'm up next. Yep. Um, I got to go. I got to go with Ace Ventura. Okay. I was wondering if it was going to get in here or not. I mean, I was I debated on myself. I feel like I feel like the first one might be better, but the second one's more quotable. It's true. It really is. I've thought about that too myself. The first one's better, but the second one is way more quotable. Bumblebee tuna. 
Guano bowls. Collect the whole set. <laughs> okay. Let's see here. I am going to go with... Um, gosh, which one is more rewatchable here? I mean, they're probably all going to make the list. We're only on 23. So I am going to put... Oh, I'm dumb. Zombieland. Excellent. I'm going to go with a uh, movie that I thoroughly enjoy and have rewatched it recently and kind of holds up, uh, Euro Trip. Oh, yeah. I, th- I saw that <laughs> and I was like, should I put that on the list? <laughs> That's a good one. Do <sighs> you remember the safe word? <laughs> <laughs> ah, now it comes with less pulp. <laughs> oh, free T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. All right, Crittle, what do you got? Um, do your worst. How my worst, sl- eh? How many more slots do we have? We have, we're on 25, so we have mm-hmm. 11 more. No, no, we're going to 32. 32? We have seven. Okay, I feel like this might deserve a spot in there, and I know it's seasonal. I know which one you're going to say. I know it. National Lampoon's oh, Christmas Vacation. never mind. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yep, I agree. That should be on there. That was on a lot of lists online I came across. But also, let me take this moment to say how ashamed I am of all the online lists. I would (laughs) like to do another episode about how horrible the rewatchable movies they have on their list. I'm like, this is not rewatchable. This is not rewatchable. One of the lists I had when I wasn't looking at comedies had Memento on the list. And I was like, that is the opposite of rewatchable. That's a one done almost. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's a one shot right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's a <laughs> and, one and, and it, recommend it for the rest of your life <laughs> and exactly. hope just it like, still holds up. <laughs> uh-huh. Just be like, oh, you should watch it. Oh, do you want to watch it with me? Absolutely not. Nope. Nope. No. But you should watch it. <laughs> yeah, you should watch it. And then let me know. <laughs> Does it still hold up? <laughs> okay. Um... And this one's also very quotable for me. Uh, I'm going to do Major League Two. Yes. Ooh. Oh. You have no marbles. Marbles. Hmm? Marbles? Okay. Okay, Brett. All right. So I have to do this. I love it. I I, I bought this physically because I, I was reading some uh, reviews on uh, Amazon.com. And people were either loving it or just like, this is so offensive, blah, 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 blah. The Ladybugs. Oh, man. The Ladybugs is great. It's offensive? Oh, so, well, so, you know, 20, you know, 21st century, you know, I can't believe they're so like, you know, either homophobic or transphobic or whatever. It's just like, it's a movie. Yeah. It's just a movie. It's just a movie. Just have fun. And if you don't like it, don't watch it. That's right. All right, Cradle. Okay, let's see. I feel like I'm I'm getting prepped because there's a lot of them. I'm sad are gonna be left behind unless you all, all both of you just pick some of the ones I like. Yeah, that that's the hard part is figuring out what can make the cut. I mean, this one, I let's go with. Uh, there's something about Mary. Okay. I haven't seen that one forever. <clears throat> okay, that falls to me, 29. I am going to pick... I pick Office Space. Ooh, excellent pick. 
Excellent pick. I was eyeing that one for one of mine, so excellent. Okay, we're on 30. So actually, that was my last one, right? No, I'm 32. Let's see. 30. 30. Yeah, I'm the last one. So everybody gets one more pick. Okay, so I have... Yeah, I've been teetering back and forth, but since this is my last pick, I'm going to go with Clue. Oh, that's a good one. I think I thought about that one for a second. I watched that one not too long ago. Still holds up. Yep. Um, I I have two in mind, but we haven't named one of these guys, this guy's movies. I'm I'm gonna throw it out there. Just Rob, uh, one of Robin Williams, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, what was it after he died or whatever? I saw an interview with Pierce Brosnan, and he was talking about a couple of scenes that were totally ad-libbed and he like nearly fell to pieces. I was just like, ah, uh, the beauty of Robin Williams. Was it a run by fruiting? Was yes. that one of them? Uh-huh. <laughs> that seems like it. Oh man. Now I got to think <clears throat> with Robin Williams, is there any that I'm just letting slide? I don't, oh man, I'm blanking right now. I remember is... an interview with the director of, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, he uh, talked about how Robin Williams was so into improvisation that he he they recorded a PG, G, and NC-17 rated R <laughs> version of Mrs. Doubtfire, and just it was all rapid fire, and he got it all on video, but then he spliced what he thought was the best movie. <laughs> That's funny. They should they should release it later. The unrated the <laughs> version of Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire rated R. <laughs> Okay. Um gosh, I'm I'm going through my list here. I can't stop and think about Robin Hood. I'm Robin Hood. Robin Williams movies right now because I already have them fighting with what I have. <laughs> um we can have honorable mentions. Yep. I think I got to put in Taylor's um and I do agree Grown Up should be in here for the final one. Okay. I'm going to randomize this, and we're going to have them face off in that movie, Face Off. I almost put in Hot Rod and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I haven't seen Bill and Ted in so long that I don't think I could be really, um, you know. But I think we have a decent list. All right. I sent you guys the list. Okay. So let's go over first the one and two slots here. They are um, Dumb and Dumber versus A League of Their uh, Own. Oh, I, I think Dumb and Dumber has that hands over feet uh, just because of, I, I mean, if we're talking about rewatchability, I think League of Their Own does. But, like, you know, enjoyability, I do like League of Their Own, but I just think that there's so many great lines, so many repeats or whatever. I would have to go with Dumb and Dumber. I would agree with that. I mean, Dumb and Dumber, like, to me, he, <clears throat> along with rewatchability, there's also quotability too. Mm-hmm. And man, Dumb and Dumber is just so by far and away so quotable. And there were I just read the other day that there were a lot of scenes in Dumb and Dumber filmed right here in Utah. Huh. I mean, I knew that the the Salt Lake International mm-hmm. Airport was one scene that was filmed. That's the only one I was aware of. So it'd be cool to find out if there's more. Um so I want to actually say, and just put a plug in here for like, so what rewatchability to me is, is something that obviously duration of time 
is less between viewings, is the least it could possibly be. And usually for me, what that means is um, less of an emotional taxing on me as I watch it. Also less um, bad, like scenes that you kind of have to endure for the rest of the reward of the show. And of course, quotability and enjoyability. So that's, that's to me. I think one of them, like I said, though, rewatchability comes down to how what's the smallest amount of time between viewings I can have. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I mean, I'm going to go with, cause at league of their own, I will say it seems like it's going to be booted out. But the reason why I think it's going to be booted out for me is there are scenes you have to endure for that movie. Yeah. Like the Dan scenes when he comes back from, uh-huh. you know, possibly the dead. It's just like, this is just dragging on too long. I know it's supposed to be, it's all, it's a comedy drama. Yeah. But, uh, and it's just like, no, 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 let's just like move forward. Exactly. Still so, a good movie. So that's where Dumb and Dumber, it prevails. So that's the first one to move on to our sweet 16. Okay. Next one Maverick versus Spaceballs, which. Oh. This one's oh. mean. Oh. This one is horrendous. This is like, you know, a one versus a one right here. Yeah. And this is the first round. Oh, I have to go to Spaceballs because of the quotability uh, aspect of it. And I remember where I was when I watched it. I remember where I was when I watched Maverick, but I just love, however, I do love the ending to Maverick. Mm -hmm. And it's a, a line that you say reference so often. Like, well, you just look at that damn card. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, whenever we play games, unfortunately, I, I say that a lot. <laughs> oh, Spaceballs is to, is so nostalgic, so rewatchable, and it I, I to me it feels like it holds up, and it I I laugh at it every single time I watch it. It is so great. I saw it the other day on TV, and I was just like, yes. And my kids were there with me, and I was like, we're, we're watching. <laughs> was it the TV edited version? <laughs> it was a TV edited version, but it was still so great. I don't know why, but like having a TV edited version and having the normal version, it almost makes it like another version of the show. Like when you're a kid watching the TV edited version, like that's funny, especially because the words that they choose to replace bad words, and then you watch it as an adult, the adult or you know more, the more adult version, you're like, that's funny because the words they chose, <laughs> and so <laughs> it somehow like prepares you for the adult yeah. one. It's so inspired. It's so great. Uh, I gotta give it to Spaceballs. I likewise have to give it to Spaceballs. Maverick, I will say, it would have gone further than the Sweet 16 if it would have gone on against something else. Maverick is a great show. It does have maybe just a tinge of endurance with certain scenes. Just a tinge. Not much. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yes, Spaceballs, way more quotability. I could watch it probably more frequently, and I enjoy it probably just a little bit more. All right, next one, Happy Gilmore versus Wayne's World. Another one that's kind oh. of mean and cruel. And this one actually, I feel like they're in the same realm, 100% in the same realm, like the same. Kind of, I agree. But I also think that this is one of those like matchups for NCAA where it's just like, oh, this is going to be a good game. And I think that actually Happy Gilmore just destroys Wayne's World. And it's just like, whoa, I thought that'd be closer than that. <laughs> You know, to just talking about to Wayne's World, I mean, it's plain to me that Happy Gilmore is the winner here. And 
to Wayne's World, I say, he shouldn't have been standing there. <laughs> <laughs> True that. This is, again, one where uh, if it was going against somebody else, Wayne's World pro- would have progressed. Um, this is a fierce first round. Yes. Yeah. But Happy Gilmore, way more quotable, way more... Um, once again, un- I, uh, Happy Gilmore, I mean, Wayne's World does have scenes that you do have to slightly endure. Happy Gilmore, in my mind, does not, um, that I can recall. So it's a clear winner. Happy Gilmore is even more quotable oh, and a more enjoyable. It, but actually, I shouldn't say more quotable. It is just slightly more quotable. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, Ladybugs versus Airplane, Brett. <laughs> oh, man. Well, sorry. Ladybugs basically won that like play-in game for the NCAA championship <laughs> only just to be destroyed by the number one. Uh, yeah. Airplane all, every day, all day. Every, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'll have to agree with that. Um, I'm going to go with Airplane. I love Airplane. Yep. It's quotable. It's fun to watch. It's it's one if I if it was on TV, I would watch it. P- period. Like, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, surely I would watch it. <laughs> I think, I think Airplane is one of those movies. It is it is the rewatchable movie for one reason that is not the reason for any many of the other ones. And I think Brett, you may have brought it up when you put it in. You voted it in. But the reason why this one is probably one of the most rewatchable movies is because every time you watch it, you notice something different. I don't know if that's... I mean, you you guys see that, right? With mm-hmm. Airplane? Like, there's other fascinating things. Or maybe... It, we used to watch on AMC, and AMC used to pop up with this trivia about like the oh, yeah. scene. And you're like, oh my gosh. They, they even spoof that on a whole different level. For example, the, the airplane is a jet airplane... But the sound you hear during the entirety of the movie is a tur- like is, is a propeller airplane, <laughs> and like and so just that craziness that you notice on is on a different level. The devil in the details, exactly. So that's why that one's probably one of the most rewatchables. Agreed. Yeah, um, I mean, if it's if it's not what they say, it's what they're doing. If it's not what they're yeah. doing or what they're saying, there's a sign in the background exactly. that <laughs> is doing something that you don't see, and and until like you've stopped laughing at one of the things and then you'll laugh at another thing and you still won't see the sign in the background until you've moved past the what they're saying and what they're doing and then you'll be like wait what what is that in the background and you're like oh my word yeah this is like so detailed it is perfect exactly okay all right so airplane moves on this next one's gonna hurt dodgeball versus zoolander Oh, I'm sorry, Zoolander. You, you couldn't dodge a wrench. You cannot dodge a ball. <laughs> Dodgeball moves on, I think. Oh, man. <laughs> this one I've got to give a lot of thought to because Dodgeball is great. It doesn't have any of those like endurance scenes. Zoolander might have mm, slight endurance scenes. Not very, very, I mean, like when I say endurance, like it's not really enduring it. It's just like the scenes have less. Re- the scene itself have less rewatchability versus Dodgeball, which I feel like every scene in, in that movie is great. I mean, which character of Ben Stiller's do you enjoy more, Zoolander or White? I mean, I like them both. <laughs> and they're both yeah. so quotable and Blade, Blazer. That's, that's, 
Laser. <laughs> That's me taking uh, life by the horns. It, it's a figure of speech, but not really. I did it. <laughs> and it's funny because they both have Ben Stiller's wife in it, of course. So, oh, God. Who's got a dice? <laughs> I know, right? I think, I think, oh my gosh. I, it tastes sterile. Maybe this is also a little bit um, tainted because one of these I've used and abused as my rewatchable movie more than the other, so the other one's looking more appealing because of that. But I don't want to say it because I don't want to betray my love, but I am leaning towards dodgeball. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Zoolander, but I'm going to go with Dodgeball, too. It's funny how we haven't had a disagreement yet. Uh, okay, next one. Mrs. Doubtfire versus Galaxy Quest. Oh, this one's oh, easier. This, yeah, I, I, I have to go Galaxy Quest. I mean, I love What's-His-Face, who's Monk. I love his, you know, his super dry, oh, hey. The, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the engines, you know, they, they can't take it anymore, sir. Like, you know, I, I, I like there's no passion whatsoever because he's not reading things off of a, like he does. They're in life or death situations. Tim Allen is great. I love Justin Long in this movie also. And uh-huh. then, of course, you have the mm-hmm. late, great. Uh, Alan Rickman. What? Yeah. yeah. Alan Rickman. Yeah. So. And Guy. Guy. And Guy. <laughs> I like that they chose that name for him. I feel Guy. like to me, to me, this is a clear. The clear winner is Galaxy Quest, and I think it's because of the ensemble cast. Uh-huh. Whereas, if we were, if this, if Mrs. Doubtfire had gone against something else, Robin Williams really carries that movie. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, there's not. Think of any like. The only time I quote anybody else in that movie is just because that little girl is so darn cute, and she goes, "Just us." Yeah, that's about it. But yeah, Robin Williams is Mrs. Doubtfire, and. And Galaxy Quest is a plethora of fantastic actors that bring it together. Like I didn't even know who, um, and I trub- I'm having a hard time remembering his name right now. But when I say guy, I'm trying to remember his name. But he's actually a great actor. I didn't know him at that time. Oh, is it? Um... You know who you know who that is, right, Brett? Like no, you don't know. Um, uh-uh. he was the bad guy in Iron Man two. Yeah. Um, um, he was in Green Mile. That guy in Iron Man 2 is uh, that wrestler guy that was on drugs for a long time. Yeah, but he kind of like funds the whole thing. Sam Rockwell. Oh. Sam Rockwell. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's Sam Rockwell? Yeah, yeah. guy oh, is Sam Rockwell. Guy. Yep. Oh, okay. So like <laughs> so like when you look at that and then Justin Long, I didn't he was a no-namer I think at that time. Yeah. And he might have been, yeah. And so once again like everybody from all corners is great. Well, I mean, there's not there's Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman, Justin Long. And then I mean, we have the Dodgeball Girl. The Dodgeball Girl. That I've never known her name <laughs> in all the movies she's been in, but it's, she's it's great. It's the ensemble cast yes. that just carries that movie into the next round. Okay. Yeah. So Galaxy Quest moves on. And now we have Tommy Boy versus Naked Gun Two and a Half. <laughs> Mm, uh, sorry, Naked Gun Two and a Half. Yep. Uh, Tommy Boy has you beat. It does. Yep. Callahan Motors. I mean, I will say that they probably have the same amount of quotability. Uh-huh. Um, they are both very funny, and they move it on. But is it weird for me to say that Naked Gun was too comedic to be rewatchable? <laughs> <laughs> 
Like Tommy Boy's got an actual like a story. <laughs> well, when when we think about like you know as we talked about airplane with its you know what they say what they do uh-huh. and what's in the background, Naked Gun has what they say and maybe what they're doing, but they, it doesn't have that additional thing in the background that you need to notice, and uh-huh. that's where it just kind of doesn't go to the next level. Whereas Tommy Boy is just. One of those where it, the first time I watched it, I deemed it like an instant classic. Yeah, that's just how great it is. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, there's not much to say. I think Time Boy is just great. Agreed. Okay, so Time Boy moves on. Sorry, Naked Gun. Next one, Rush Hour versus Office Space. I feel like this is a good, a good one, like a good fight. Now, this mean, is like a a seven and a versus an eight. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. But I feel like we all know who's gonna win. Yeah. Ellie, but I still think this is a great um it would be a great game to watch. <laughs> uh I'm I'm going to start off. I want to I just want to put it in office space obviously. No, I I agree. I mean me with my stapler. Yep. Milton. <laughs> um I mean I love the dynamic between Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. It is <laughs> It was really funny to watch the first time, but I mean, it's. I feel like with Rush Hour, though it is rewatchable, it's probably not as rewatchable as Office Space. Agreed. Like, um, it, you know it, what? It tinges down just slightly. You know what I'd like? I'd like somebody to spoof like the Lord of the Rings thing, where it's just like, and me with my TPS reports, and me <laughs> with my stapler, and and. <laughs> And me with the baseball bat that destroys the printer. And me with my 59 pieces of flair. Oh, man. It's funny. When I think of that movie, I very very often forget about Jennifer Aniston being in that movie. (laughs) Because I think of everybody else in that movie. Oh, yeah. And I always think of, you want to come over? No, thanks, man. I don't want you to F up my life. (laughs) Hey, could you please pretend that we can't hear each other through the walls? Okay. Oh, man, it's great stuff. Okay, so Office Space moves on. Next one, it'll be interesting, National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, oh Christmas Vacation, right? I don't. I didn't uh-huh. write it down. Yeah, Christmas Vacation. And then yeah. Robin Hood Men Tights. I have oh. my thoughts on this. I want to hear you guys. So Christmas Vacation, I watch it every year. Uh-huh. I, I love that movie. Robin Hood Men in Tights. I thoroughly love that movie. It has to go to Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> yep, that's my agreement too. Is Robin Hood Men in Tights just is so much more rewatchable, and La- Christmas Vacation just has again a tinge of scenes that you have to endure. Just not many, but some. Like, I'm sorry to say, I'm saying that you know the heartfelt moment of him being stuck in the attic is a little bit of an endurance scene. I agree with that. Okay, yeah. We'll go with uh, Men in Tights. Okay. All right. And then after this, Rocket Man versus Ghostbusters. This one is also a good one. This is like a what a nine and ten or not nine ten. So seven and eight. Yeah, another seven eight. Ooh. This one, Ghostbusters. It, I mean, it's it's older. It's eighties. It's got some enduring scenes, if you ask me. Uh, Rocket Man. I watched it, and it is dated, unfortunately. <laughs> I watched it within the last five years. It is, oh, uh, man, this one's hard for me. 
I think I know which one I'm going to pick, but it's still. Rocket Man has got more, more quotes. Quality of quotes might go to Ghostbusters. Ooh. What do you think, Tim? Um, I I really like. I feel like Rocket Man is very underrated, um, with especially with all the plethora of Disney movies out there, it's underappreciated. Um, and but Ghostbusters is, it's getting there. I mean, it is getting there. And it's getting dated, but I mean, it also dates itself in the eighties. Yes. Whereas Rocket Man, not real. I mean, it's in the nineties. But Gear. I love I love I love quoting Ghostbusters a lot. Um, I I this is like one of those you know college game you know basketball games where I'd be like I'm happy with either team winning. <laughs> yeah, like it, it'd be a great game. Um, I I could go either way, but I'd lean probably more towards Ghostbusters. Yep, that's where I'm leaning. Yeah, I I, I would go. I was going Rocket Man, but I, two to one. Oh, really? Our wins. first disagreement, Whoa. huh? Wow. Yeah. If I didn't watch Rocket Man recently, within the last five years, like I said, I probably would have leaned that way, but it just, it was a little bit dated. I mean, not dated, but I was like, oh, it doesn't, my memories of this being as great as it was is is a little shattered. I, I do like, I mean, I like how in Rocket Man, just it, it's almost a one man show, what he does. Yes. It's so great. <laughs> All well, right. I mean, and, and just to to piggyback on something that you guys said, like quoting wise, yeah, there's a lot more quotes in Ghostbusters. But my 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 pushback to that is, it's easily quotable because more people have seen it. I feel as though if more people have seen Rocket Man, it would be just as quotable. No, I I mean what I said is I think there might be more quotes in in Galaxy. I'm not Galaxy Quest in Rocket Man. But I think the quality of quotes are in Ghostbusters, but that's well, probably due to the amount of people that have seen Ghostbusters. Yeah, and, and I yeah. and I think like if you were to like if I were to just randomly just drop a Rocket Man quote or whatever, you know, like oh, fifteen minutes before I, I to save the world or or what is it? Oh, my favorite one is time to engage the anti theft device. Oh <laughs> yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about, and if I say that just out loud, generally. 99% of the people around me have no idea what I'm referencing. They're just yep. like, okay, so you're just going to like, you know, turn on your, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. That one might have got pushed because of its popularity. So the popular vote. Mm-hmm. All right, next one. Eurotrip versus an Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Oh. Have you seen Eurotrip, Colonel? Yeah. That one, That one is also underrated. Like that one is from Matt Damon's cameo <laughs> of Scotty. Scotty doesn't know, like, uh-huh. and like all the story of going through Europe and all of that. And one of the things that I didn't realize at the time, I didn't know who Fred Armisen was, but finding out that he was the guy <laughs> that's on the train uh, makes it that much <laughs> makes it that much better. And uh oh, uh oh, long tunnel. and then oh my gosh and then like the one guy who i thought had a career ahead of him which was the friend of scotty i can't remember his name right now yeah that's pretty much a david spade if you ask me oh definitely i kind of thought he was gonna this was gonna be a launching uh point from his first career but i have not seen him ever since 
But yes. Oh, and then I don't know why, but like the girl from Buffy being in here, you know, the sister, the twin sister. Uh-huh. Like knowing where she came from made that movie much more enjoyable because she's, I think, you know, before then she was very much of a serious actor. And like, and then of course her twin brother in the movie, great, it made it great. I, I've, I forgot that we're comparing to Austin Powers because I'm talking about how great this is. I feel like this is the exact same thing we just went through with exactly. Rocketman versus Ghostbusters. One is one was more popular. Uh-huh. A hundred percent. That is this situation. So, <laughs> gosh. I, I just recently watched Austin Powers, and it, I, I couldn't stop laughing, and I thought, man, this is so great. Yes, I got to now relive, because if I just go off the curtails of what I've just said about your trip, I'm going to lean towards your trip, but I've got to relive the awesome powers in my mind, which, you know, it's the meeting of the first time you ever meet Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil. And then Will Ferrell's, um, what's his Gustafa. name? Gustafa. Gustafa. And we have the <laughs> Vembots, and we have um, is Random Task. And this is where we get to meet, like, the laser pointers. um <laughs> With it, what are they called? Uh, what are the fish called? Lasers. Oh, the oh the uh, the sea bass. The sea bass. <laughs> they <laughs> they <have> are <laughs> ill-tempered. <laughs> yes, and uh, oh my gosh, I can't. I don't know. Somebody sway me, because <laughs> I don't know. I I have to go with Awesome Powers just because I just it was one of those that I don't think most people saw coming and it just was amazing your trip a lot of people didn't see coming still probably haven't seen coming but like austin powers just because of its 90s but you also go back into the 60s you have that whole dynamic i think that makes it a little tad bit more rewatchable than euro trip I also think that Austin Powers is so quotable. I love the characters in there. And it's a movie that can't be made today. No. It probably would not be made today. Oh, no. 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 Also, I just thought, I just remember the scene where, um, I forget the terminology that they use, but uh, when he's essentially getting unfrozen going through that conveyor belt, and then he's, what is like, I don't say he's unloading. Evacuation Evacuation Yes. That that scene just <laughs> yep remembering that made won me over so I am also going for Austin Powers and because not because of its popul- popularity but also I don't know it was I groundbreaking sh- it was groundbreaking I shouldn't give it to that because that doesn't mean anything to rewatchability but it's just it was a fantastic movie I'm yeah actually I'm I'm all in on Austin Powers. All right, Knight's Tale versus Anchorman. Oh, this no. one is so mean. Oh, no. So mean. Yeah. I Oh, my gosh, because if you ask me, they're different kind of comedies completely. One's more like ridiculous comedy. One's more, <laughs> I guess, in, not intelligent comedy, but more intelligent. <laughs> they both are popular. Yeah. Yeah. I. But there's so, like, Anchorman has so many better lines. 60% of the time it works every time. <laughs> it does. It does. Great. Now you're attracting bears. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be honest with you. It smells like pure gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> Stings the nostril. But the story of A Night's Tale is just, I don't know. I mean, comedic value, Night's Tale is less comedic by far. It's a little more 
drama dramatized. Yeah. But the story is really good, though. Yes, yes. the story's good. It's an underdog story. It is an underdog story. <laughs> a true underdog Should have been going story. against dodgeball. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I keep on saying I'm going to go one, and then I go to the other. Then once again, I'm wishy-washy here. Somebody cut me. I'm, I'm blind. I'm blind. The Zoolander quote. This is, again, one of those that could probably go either way. Yes. Um. Anybody have one? Mm. They want to vote first because I'm. I I'm gonna go Anchorman. I I have to go with the, the quotes. I have to go with also so many guest appearances. You know, mm-hmm. you know the the uh, at Channel Ocho or whatever it was. <laughs> like you know, you had Fred Mantooth or whatever. Uh, that that whole thing that was going on with Vince Vaughn just. Yeah, Anchorman. I I, <laughs> I love just the whole news teams assemble. <laughs> <laughs> just a whole different perspective oh, on Baxter. the news. You know I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm impressed. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to sway to Anchorman. It's that it's a pill to swallow, but I gotta do it. I I'm going back to duration in between views for this decision, and so I'm gonna be the non-deciding factor at all. I'm picking a Knight's Tale. So disagreement, but Anchorman moves on. I'm not sad about it, but I I'm I voted my way. <laughs> okay, next one: Ace Ventura versus Wrongfully Accused. All right, I think this is a five versus like a twelve or something like that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, however, yeah. I'm. I think the 12 wins it. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Wrongfully accused wins it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I got to go Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura is what it is. It's it's rewatchable. It is... Um, oh, I'd have to probably agree with that, too. It is just so comedic and so quotable. They're both quotable, but I think, once again, the time duration and similar to what we talked about with... Uh, I can't remember. Was it? Oh, man. I can't remember. But anyways, like uh, what we talked about with Austin Powers, it's just been, it's, it was such a landmark. Well, it's like a, it's like a, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. It's a one man show. Um, but he pulls it off. But he pulls it off really well. Yes. And Inc., I mean, wrongfully accuses is a one man show as well. Um, with uh, what's his name? With Leslie Nelson. Leslie Nelson. Uh-huh. I think Ace Ventura. If it moves on, it's gonna have some tough competition. Yep. All right. Next one. So Ace Ventura moves on. Next one is Zombieland versus. Uh, <laughs> there's something about Mary. I think this one's a clear cut. Yeah. Uh, we me. just double tapped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> something <laughs> about Mary. <laughs> I'm not even mad about it. Nope. Not not <laughs> even. All right. Next one. Clue versus Grown Ups. Ooh. This one's a this one's a worthy worthy match. Uh Clue. Oh, the ensembles in both are great. Yes, they are. Uh this one's a hard one because you go with like the more dignified um classic sh- movie, which is Clue, or Grown Ups, which is more of like a kind of a crude humor, but also reminds you of your childhood somewhat or reminds you like of, I don't know, it doesn't remind me of my childhood, but just like nostalgic because I'm similar in age, not the same age, but similar in age to 
the adults and grown-ups. So there's that. Mm, I mean, Clue was, uh, I mean, based on the, the board game. And I love that they had multiple endings to yes. it and they all made sense. Mm-hmm. Either way, whichever way they went. I think I'm shocking myself with mine, but once again, I got to go with rewatchable. These aren't my favorites. I, I'm going to, I should have disclaimed this much earlier in time. I'm going with not my favorites, but the most rewatchable, which is Grown Ups. Mm. I'm going to go with Clue because it's rewatchable, has great, uh, uh, it has great quotes. And I think Tim Curry, like, that's probably no. one of the <laughs> best movies he's ever been in yes i agreed oh man so now it's on to you Uh, timmy you have to decide (laughs) (laughs) i have both movies um i I think you bought me clue as well a long time ago oh yeah i did Mm, i feel like there's no wrong answer here i'm gonna go with clue all right i'm not sad about it at all Last second game shot. Who would have thought that? <laughs> Whoa, the crowd goes wild. I just, oh, Clue is just so, f- just I enjoyable. have watched it recently, so yeah. Clue is so enjoyable. It is. It really is enjoyable. And I, I mean, I, it, honorable mention to Adam Sandler and Grown Ups. I, I love Adam Sandler. I think he's got more from Happy Gilmore than this, so. I will say this, that the downside of, um, of Grown Ups is just a minute, yeah. So Clue is memorable all the way through the movie from beginning to end. Where Grown Ups, I do have certain parts that it's the parts that make it rewatchable, yeah, more so than the entire movie. Oh. All right, last one of Sweet 16. We got Guardians of the Galaxy versus Major League Two. This one I never thought in my wildest dreams I'd ever have to compare. But it's a weird comparison. It is. I think I know who I'm going to pick, but I got to really think about it. Because Guardians of the Galaxy is it's funny. You get introduced to Star-Lord, which in all his quirks and him dancing. And, you know, I can never remember if it's the the outtakes or if it's the... Yeah, it was the outtakes. I don't know why I, I like this so much, but when they have like the dance battle at the end... Oh yeah, that was that part. I like should have made it in the movie. <laughs> um, then Major League. Have you seen Major League Two, Criddle? Yeah, I grew up watching that movie, and so, <sighs> and that one has so many quotes to it, and is so deeply rooted into who I am. Well, I'm gonna start us off, and I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna lean towards Guardians of the Galaxy. I, maybe that's just because I've watched it more recently than Major League Two, but I find Guardians of the Galaxy just enjoyable, quotable, and fun. And it hit a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go this is this is this is nostalgia speaking here why it's making it more rewatchable to me, but Major League 2. So Brett. Ooh, so I have to decide. Oh, <laughs> man. Let's see. Okay, let me weigh this. So Guardians of the Galaxy is very great. We have Okay, here is Oh, okay. I I th- this is going to be like I think a a 3 beating a 14 or th- 14 beating a 3. And here's why I'm going to say that is because yes, 
Guardians of the Galaxy is good, but it is so much built on character introduction, character introduction. And I feel as though Major League Two has, you know, you have the first one, which me and Jeremy didn't see first, nope. but we saw, you know, the previously on Major League or whatever. So we got the whole introduction from the first movie, and then we just picked up on a very comedic movie, which was the second one. Whereas Guardians of the Galaxy is is like, hey, this is Quill. Okay, well, this is Groot, and this is Star Lord. Okay, this is what what, uh, and you know, this person, this person, and it is slowly introducing. There's comedic stuff in there, but it's just a slow progression. Whereas, like, if you were to actually say Guardians of the Galaxy two, Guardians of the Galaxy two to me is funnier. Than Guardians of the Galaxy really? One, I, I I think so. I think Guardians of the Galaxy One is better, but Guardians of the Galaxy Two is funnier. So kind of like an Ace Ventura situation. Yes, and so, but because of that, I f- have to go with Major League Two as the the victor. Okay, I, I'm not even mad about it. I'm yeah. I'm excited for Guardians of the Galaxy the holiday special. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's a lot better than Werewolf by Night. I did not like that. I haven't seen that. I haven't either. I'm just curious. Could they do that these days? Like, should so Brett? You know how me and you watch Major League Two without ever watching Major League One first. I don't know if that was your case, Criddle. But and they so like you said, they kind of went through the recapped the first um, the first movie really quickly, and we didn't have a problem with it whatsoever. Could they just do that with a movie? Just like, hey, here's the backstory. Like, kind of like a Spider-Man thing. We hate hearing the Spider-Man backstory every single time. And I forget which one. of I think it was a Tom Holland one. They don't even talk about it, really. So, so start with a two and never do a one? Well, yeah, but like recap on everything so you, they don't have to tell the whole story. Oh. So actually, there's a movie out in the theaters right now that I, I did enjoy. It's it's a, a you know turn-your-brain-off type of a movie. But uh, if it w- if Black Adam was a Marvel movie the entirety of the whole like three to five minute voiceover narration introduction to the story behind Black Adam, that would have been the entirety of movie one. And then the current movie that we had for Black Adam would have been Black Adam movie two. And so I feel as though it it can be done because unlike you, and you gave a perfect example of the Spider-Man, you know, we're always... We always get these uh, reboots of, of course, we need to fit, remi- be reminded through the entire, at least first half of the movie, he's been bitten by a radioactive spider. Why can't we just fast forward through that, just do like a voiceover, you know, introduction to who Spider-Man is, and then just get on with the movie? That's what Black Adam did. Black Adam just said, okay, this is the story, this is a voiceover, blah, 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 into the movie. And I, like I thoroughly enjoyed that. I like that. They did that, I think, in Into the Spider-Verse, right? Um, they like kind of popped over through it, the no, origin of Spider-Man. No, because he had a different origin slightly. Okay, well, I feel like because yeah, it was in the sewer that he got bit. Yeah. All right. So next time we'll continue this conversation talking about the Elite Eight, um, and deciding who is the the victor of this all the most rewatchable comedy of all time according to these three geniuses at this. Uh, this podcast talking to you at this very moment with yes. this utterly useless time. Yes, uh, but not utterly useless commentating. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, like very thoughtfully and methodically j- smart. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
All right, let's end with our merit badges. Um, no. What? Uh, our merit recommendation. Yeah. Yeah, let's end with our one recommendation. Uh, I have a recommendation. It is a slight recommendation. Like, watch it if you got time. <laughs> I finally, after like it's been out for six, no, probably eight months, if I watched The Black Phone. Have you watched that, Brett? No, I've I've sat there. I have like five days left of my like cable subscription to get that watched on Peacock before they take it away, and I need to get around to that because I I think that's going to be a good movie. It it's good. It, I mean, it is it is good. I I try to make when I watch a horror movie, I try to make the whole scenario <clears throat> as good as possible so I can be scared. I had the lights off. Every nobody was like the kids were sleeping. My wife was gone, so I had like the whole house to myself. It did creep me out because I, like I said, I set the mood, and but it's a great story otherwise. And Ethan Hawke does a great performance as the bad guy, and it's I I enjoyed it. It's something that you should watch if you like horror films. It's not anything that's going to be uh, groundbreaking. I mean, the story is definitely different. I will say that much, but if you like horror films, just watch it. It's something to watch that you won't be disappointed with, but it's not anything that you're going to be like, I need to watch this again and again and again. So there's that. Okay. Um, I'll go next. My recommendation. Um, I'm going to recommend a YouTube channel. Um, I'm going to recommend Mark Rober's YouTube channel. I, my kids have started watching a lot of his videos and they're, they're not only entertaining, but they're really informative and fun. And I think most people should check them out. And if you like, uh, engineering science, he, he makes it very understandable for anybody and it's just great. Yeah. I've been addicted to him. I think the, the, what's it called? The what is it called? The, the the box is when the people the porch pirates are taking yeah. boxes off of, and then he has Those like are great. the fart spray and all that and the glitter bomb. The glitter bomb is what they call it. Yeah, I, I that's where he got me hooked, and then I started watching more and more and more. So, yeah, I definitely love him watching all the records he beats with like the elephant toothpaste, mm-hmm. all that. So yeah, I like it too. All right. So my recommendation, I guess, I guess I have a couple recommendations. So first off. If you like a good popcorn movie, Black Adam is really good. It is not one of those like really in-depth movies that you know you need a whole bunch of continuity or whatever. It is just fun. The best way I I guess you could describe it, and maybe this is like maybe I need to give you know Fast and the Furious type of movies a a tad bit more credit that because this is not like a I'm going to intellectually learn something or whatever about Egyptian mythology and stuff like that. It is just superheroes beating up on other superheroes and then working together to solve the to save the day from the actual villain that is kind of like floating behind the screens or scenes. So Black Adam thoroughly enjoy. It's not a it it's not going to ever be like a massively Loved movie, but it is just pure entertainment. And also, just to recommend from our our lists, I would strongly recommend Wrongfully Accused, Rocket Man, <laughs> Euro Trip, yep. and Ladybugs. I strongly recommend those from our lists. Yes, those are 
those are all underdogs in modern 